All right. Hi, and welcome to Unashamed Smut Lovers Podcast. I'm Courtney. And I'm Kelsey. And we are here to talk about smut. This week's episode is our contemporary reverse harem. Yay! Finally here. As always, we just want to state that this is just our opinion. Um, so if you liked something that we didn't like or vice versa, um, again, it's just our opinion. It's not that deep. Don't take it personal. Um, <laughs> but for the most part, I think, like, with the exception of one series, we wrote down all stuff that we did really like. So hopefully yes. we don't offend anybody. All right. You want to start, Kelsey? Sure. Um, okay. So the first one I have is Shades of Trouble by Kitty Cox. This is my favorite um, reverse harem series. And it's it's more of like a poly series, actually, because everybody is with everybody. But basically, this older lesbian couple had like a youth kind of like a rehabilitation center, but it was for kids who did selfless crimes. So if you got caught stealing food to feed your family, then they would consider that a selfless crime. Um, and it, where they could go and learn skills and um, go to this, mm, what's the word I'm looking for? I don't know, like ranch? type place um instead of going to juvie and then after the older ladies pass away their granddaughter um comes back to reopen the place and it's based in a small town and um nobody wants quote-unquote criminals coming to their town and so they really all have to band together to fight to get this um, place opened back up to be able to help a lot of kids. And it's all the kids that graduated from this program that get together to do that. Um, but then there's also um, some help from locals. It talks about a lot of really important issues and it's very eye-opening. Um, everybody in the small town is very homophobic, racist, you know, you name it. And it's a matter of opening up that conversation and changing people's viewpoints and um, showing that it's okay to love others. And it was just 10 out of 10 for me, the whole entire series. I absolutely loved it. And I believe there's um, maybe not a continuation, but I think some of the other, so they call uh, the people, the graduates of that, that uh, ranch, the, the colors, right? Or the shades. The colors, yeah. Yeah, the colors, the colors. And um, so a couple of the other colors also have their own books. Yeah, they're else. just getting, she's just getting started on some of them. So one of them, I think, has one book released. And then another one has, like, she's, like, loosely related to one of the other standalones. But it's not oh. actually her book. So I think only one other color has one book out in her series. Yes. I don't know. It was so good. I still haven't finished it. Um, I got not bored. It is it long. Kind of, it kind of started uh, just to not hold my interest as much. I think it was like the second to last book that uh, was the last one I read. But it was, it was, it's such a good story. And I mean, I need to go back and finish it. That's, that's a me problem. If I read something for too long, I'll start to get bored and I have to like take a break and then come back. And I just, I forgot to go back. See, and with this series, it was like, I was dreading it ending because it was, the plot was really thick. You would think like being just small town uh, drama that it wouldn't be that crazy thick of a plot but it was and the character development was absolute fucking top notch the it it just it discussed so many issues went over just a lot 
of different subjects. I thought it did it really well, but I just remember as soon as I picked it up, I got sucked right in and I did not put it down until I was done. I didn't sleep. I was just <laughs> obsessed. Nice. Yeah, no, it's it's good. I will definitely go finish it. I know you've, you've told me before that I needed to. Well, I just told you the other day when you told me because I'm highly offended that you didn't. <laughs> yeah, I will, I will get to it. All right. So my first one is um, it's an unfinished series. It's uh, 82nd Street Vandals by Heather Long. I love this series. I love it, love it, love it, love it, love it. Uh, I think book four... I think book one through three are out and then we're waiting on book four. However, anyone who, um, Heather Long is also, uh, the author of the untouchable series, which is like 12 books. She has very long series is what I'm saying. So while book four is out, I don't actually know how many are going to come out in this series before it's finished. So for those of you who are more like Kelsey and don't read unfinished series, don't get your hopes up yet, because who knows? This author writes amazing stories. They just take a really long time to, you know, play themselves out. Uh, so this book starts with, um, oh, I should do the trigger warning. So trigger warning, child sexual assault, uh, also uh, murder, blood, gore, um, kidnapping-ish. No, no, yeah, just kidnapping and abuse both uh physical mental emotional yeah and and mm -hmm. incest okay so this book the main character's name is emerson sharp she comes from an old money like richer family she works in like a traveling acrobat show and she's been doing it for a very long time since she was like i want to say younger than 10. She started doing shows to get away from her family. And this isn't really a spoiler because it's like literally the first like chapter or two tells you this. So I'm not like giving away anything big. Um, her family is neglectful. And also um, one particular member in her family is abusive in all of all of the ways. Uh, so she is finally 18 years old. And she is currently dating one of the other members of her troop, but he is also abusive. Uh, so she ends up, she kind of like makes friends sort of with um, a couple of the people, the uh, like people who work for the show. And all of a sudden, one night, she gets kidnapped by these people. And they're like, oh, you know, uh, she gets kidnapped and they take her and the boyfriend and uh, she, but she's not, she's being treated very well for a captive. And so she, she has no clue what's going on. However, this is a multi POV, the boys. So they're the vandals. Um, mm -hmm. and they're like a gang. And so they've been watching over her, like her whole life, like, her guardian angels. Um, there's a lot of really involved uh, backstory with it, which I don't want to give away too much, but they've known, most of these men have known her since she was a very, like, baby. Uh, and she doesn't know that. Mm. She doesn't even know they exist. Um, like I said, it's it's super involved, and I don't want to give away too much, but uh, she ends up falling in love with um, the men in this gang, and uh, there's a huge twist. It's a cliffhanger on every book, but just if, you know, she she's not some weak, sniveling, like, she's not one of those, like, typical, you know, captives. Like, she, you know, she fights back. She doesn't, like, you know, maybe, maybe not quite at first, but she definitely, she gives sass, she fights back. She's, she's strong because she's had to endure a lot. And like, you know, I have laughed, I have cried, I have had many, many strong emotions for this book and I cannot wait. Um, the next book I think is coming out in just like a month, maybe two. Uh, and I'm, I'm stoked for the next one. So nice. 
And that was uh, 82nd Street Vandals by Heather Long. Cool. Um, I, it occurred to me that I don't think we explained what a reverse harem is. It's so Probably common not. to us that I don't think we even thought about it. To be fair, um, last episode I did say we were building the dicks each episode, but... That's true. Um, well, it would have been two episodes ago by the time this comes out. But So a reverse harem is where it's one female with three or more men. And then I had mentioned that Shades of Trouble was Polly, and that means that everyone is with everyone, as far as, like, books go. I know that in real life, Polly can be um, a little more involved than that, but, yeah, as far as the books go, Polly's usually when everyone is with everyone. So, the yeah, but reverse harem, one female, two, three, or more men. So, my next one is Groupie by C.M. Stunich. Um, we have a few C.M. Stunich ones uh, between the two of us, but I'm going to start with Groupie. This was my very first uh, Reverse Harem book, and it is spicy AF. Like, it's this series... Like the first chapter is spicy AF. Like, it starts off strong. Yeah, so basically... The main female character, she kind of finds herself in, like, the world's shittiest predicament. Like, she loses a family member, breaks up with her boyfriend, car gets broken into, like, she's got no she money for her crisis. She's just got it all. It all happens to her. So she ends up at this concert trying to sell these tickets that she had, and she meets one of the members of the band on accident. <laughs> one thing leads to another. She ends up going to the show. She ends up on their tour bus at the end of the show and stays. <laughs> and she doesn't leave. And she ends up with them for the whole tour. And they end up um, falling in love. And she ends up finding out that uh, every single one of the members of the band is broken in their own way. And it's a matter of healing for everyone, healing together, healing as a band. So it was just, uh, I think it's a really great series. And it's extremely spicy. It was very good. Yes. And also, um, the author's note at the back. So that, uh, that particular series ended with kind of an open ending. And I know Sam mm -hmm. Stunich uh, actually writes in her afterward that she would be interested in continuing it just one book so she's mentioned that um that they could have because i i feel like it wasn't really open-ended as it wasn't like it just wasn't as, as uh extended of an epilogue as she usually does because she usually like wraps up their life in a nice neat little bow but this one she kind of just left it at like yeah we're happily ever after but you don't really know how the rest of their life goes. So for like a lot of authors, I feel like that would be considered complete. But CM Stunich usually does her due diligence to like make sure you know they're happy forever. Um and Which I love. Yeah, me too. Um so she did leave it open-ended so that she could release one more book about these characters. She's talked about it, but we don't have a date yet. Yes. Okay. So my next one is going to be Wildberry Lane by M. Sinclair. Uh, for those of you who um, haven't been listening previously, uh, M. Sinclair is one of my favorite authors. So you're going to hear me talk about her a lot, um, not only because she pumps out series, but just because I, in my personal opinion, they're, they're usually very well written. And just I love the world worlds that she creates um so this one is yeah wildberry lane so let's see how do i start this because it kind of um it's kind of like a best friends to lovers slash like no mafia it is it's, it's best friends to lovers like the whole the whole i i don't think i've ever read a more like true best friends to lovers than this series yeah like, like I'll so, that. 
so the, the main character is Dahlia. She's basically like Southern old money. I don't think you get, you, you don't get very much like Southern rich than um, her family. And they live, her and um, all of her guy friends live in this like gated community that really mostly just houses like them and their families. And I think there's like a couple of other couples. It's, it's a very exclusive kind of place and it's, you know, well, very lame. She has known these guys since she was in diapers. They've been best friends forever. She is adopted, but it's never been like a point of contention. Like nobody in the family has ever been like, oh, well, she's adopted. So she's not like good enough, anything like that. Uh, she is heavily bullied. So trigger warnings for bullying. No one in the harem bullies her. M. Sinclair um, doesn't do that. I think she only has like one series where it's like light, super light, like one incidence of bullying. And then it, it never happens within her harems. She doesn't do that. So uh, if you're looking for the sweet, fluffy psychos who dote on their girls, M. Sinclair is the way to go. Um, Especially the series. I feel like... That's a really good way to explain the series is that they're all psychos and but they're psychos about her. It all yeah. it all comes down to how much Super, they love her. Ugh, growly, possessive. Um, oh, just just hot, 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 hot. Uh, so anyway, she's being heavily bullied and she's hiding it from everybody. Her friends, she, her family. Um, trigger warnings for um, an eating disorder too. She does develop one, and it, it gets pretty serious it's also well talked about too i feel like it's not like she she's not being shamed for this eating disorder um and also doesn't um magically disappear because she falls in love which i like because you know sometimes you'll see like an issue um in books and you'll see that the author kind of like that issue magically just kind of goes away like anxiety or you know disorders like that they just kind of go away once people fall in love and i'm like that's you know that that's not how real life works and yeah. i know yeah we're reading fantasy but i really like how this one was addressed uh yeah so she's she's got these best friends uh she i think they're all between the ages of like 18 and what 20 they were yeah so dahlia is uh yeah they're all between the ages of 18 and 20 yeah so all of them are around the same age. Like I said, they all grew up together with the exception of the newest addition to the harem. I feel like this isn't a huge spoiler, so I'm just going to throw it in there. Because you know the second you meet him that that's what's going to happen. Um, and I think he comes through partway through book one. So I'm, I'm not going to sit here and be like, oh my gosh, is it going to happen? It is. It happens. That's just, if you have read any M. Sinclair, you know. Um new men are not introduced unless they're either the bad guy or the harem. That's just how it works. So anyway, throughout this ride, she finds out some pretty interesting things about her friends' families. Um, that is a spoiler, so I would like you to read it. But it's really good. Like I said, there is a mafia trope going on. There is a best friend to lovers. And it really is just one of the most wholesome romances that you can get as it's, at least as far as it goes i know there's not enough um angst for those people who are really really into the angst there isn't a lot here and there's none yeah there, so so that's the thing it if you're looking for an extremely uh light and fluffy book with dark themes if you're looking for an extremely agreeable female main character then this is the series for you but uh, I think it should be said because if there's anybody like me that does like a little bit of tension it doesn't exist in this series so she is extremely agreeable with every single thing that they ask of her um, which sometimes I mean sometimes even I'm in the mood for something like that but like Courtney said the Men are very, very uh, growly, jealous, possessive, and she's just like, "Oh, that's cute." Like, <laughs> she does, she doesn't fight back on anything as far as her men goes, and there's no 
absolutely zero in a relationship angst. So if you're not looking for angst, but you still want the dark themes and like, this is for you uh, because of that though, like it, it, I didn't really like it. Um, that's yeah. just me being honest, but Cor Courtney loved it. I, I didn't really like it because there was absolutely no um, like angst or tension. She just, they all just loved each other so much that they were all very agreeable with each other. <laughs> yeah, no, and that's uh, actually most of um, Sinclair's uh, books. I, I mean, I think she has a couple with like, you know, some angst in there, but most of them are just like that, where the uh, main, the female main character is, um, she's agreeable. She kind of just goes along with whatever it is. She's very, very sweet. Uh, I mean, yeah, they're sometimes sassy and things like that, but uh, they're not, there's no interpersonal angst. I don't think in really any of them um, with the exception of like maybe one or two series uh, that I can think of. It was probably um, the two other series that I read then because this one just, it, I don't want to knock it because you loved it so much, but like, I thought it was boring. I thought there was like, potential there was so much potential there for like even if she would have fought back like once or twice on them i feel like it would have really boosted the emotional depth but it, after a certain point it just became like um she was almost like a doormat to her men i felt but it, i mean yeah i guess that just depends on your reading preference too though like if you want the female to be sweet and agreeable and pliable then like Wildberry Lane's for you, man. Um, I kind of like it when they have boundaries. <laughs> and she didn't. So Look, Chelsea, okay, me not having boundaries. No, I meant Dahlia had no boundaries as far as her men go. There's well, things yeah. that her men did that I would have been like, absolutely fucking not. And she was like, okay, I know it's because you love me. Yeah. <laughs> No, I mean, I, I guess I can get that. Um, I, I think, I think a lot of it with Dahlia is like, she's not a fighter. She's a lover, not a fighter. No, she and, and also, but yeah. I did get the doormat. I did get the doormat kind of sense too. So, uh, M. Sinclair reads a lot more paranormal than contemporary. And, um, the, she has. Well, paranormal are better. Yes, 100%. Um, it's not that I don't like her contemporary series. I, I also like them. Her paranormal are better. And it's because I almost think it's like with the lack of power, um, be, it like it becomes lack of confidence almost. And I think that was a lot of Dahlia's problem too, is there wasn't a lot of confidence after the uh, insane amounts of like horrid, horrid bullying. And right, also like, with... I get it. It makes sense for the character, um, but she just wasn't my favorite female main character. Yeah. And that's fine. You know, differences of opinions are great. We have them all the time. And if you don't agree with me, that's awesome. Whatever, you know, you're allowed to like what you like and not like what you like. Just like, you know, I'm allowed to like, you know, pregnancy kinks, even though I would never do it again myself. Mm -hmm. Should uh should we follow this up with the one that neither of us liked that I threw in here? Yes. <laughs> Mine's I crash it on it. Keep it I'm on a negative. Um okay, I want to preface that so many, so, so, so many people absolutely love this. So if you are one of the people that loves this series, um I'm really happy for you because we didn't. Uh, it's Watch Me Burn by R.E. Bond. So, Courtney didn't even, I don't even think she finished the first book. I finished the series. No, I think um, I finished the first book. That was it. Here's the thing. Here's my issues with it. It it was so incredibly fast burn between the female main character and all of her harem members that it just felt fake it felt like uh it didn't feel genuine it felt rushed um and she just went from like i hate you to oh my god i love you so much for like all of her hair members and i just thought it was i don't know i didn't i didn't enjoy that the i feel like if it went through a heavy editing 
for the plot and maybe some things were fleshed out more and maybe some more, I don't know, just slow it down a little bit on some of the things, um, then it has the potential to be a fantastic series. The character development I thought was great. I did not like the female main character. Um, that's just a personal thing. She was incredibly broken and had a huge ego and I don't know. I just she just wasn't my favorite. Nothing actually wrong with her. <laughs> but um it just I just feel like it needs a heavy editing before it's where it needs to be. Has potential, but it just fell short in my opinion. I hated it. <laughs> and here's the thing, I'm judging the entire series by the one part of the first book that I hated. Judging the whole series, will never pick it up again. Don't like it. I'm I'm sorry. Like I know you're not supposed to like judge a book. And if you like it, that's fine. I'm not judging the people who read it. I'm not judging the author even really. I mean, maybe a little, but I'm not <laughs> judging. You There's know, other RE Bond uh books. I have and I okay, I have I actually have said that you liked and I I won't I haven't picked them up because I picked up the first book of one of the other ones. It was like the the Reaper one with the female serial killer. I didn't particularly like it either. And I think it's just I I'm I'm not judging the author. I feel like it's just this uh one particular part tainted my view of the entire series. And so this is, um, it sucks. And I feel like what the Hera member does is irredeemable. And I don't think that there is any redeeming um, that could happen due to this one incident. And that could just be, be because it hit one of my own triggers. It could just be a personal problem. But I feel like even if it is, I'm still entitled to that opinion. She, yeah, she doesn't, if I remember correctly, I could be wrong on this, but I feel like she doesn't really make them redeem themselves. Like, she goes from, like, being heavily bullied by them to, okay, I love you. And that's where I was like, huh? Um, well, yeah, it went from, um, like, heavy bullying in the very beginning of the book to, like, she's sleeping with him and, like, oh, I'm falling in love two seconds later. And I was like... They weren't even nice to you yet. Yeah, there was no. They're still pulling really nasty stuff. It was, yeah. It just didn't feel genuine. It didn't feel. I don't know. Yeah. Okay, so I feel like we've trashed this book about as much as we're gonna. We yeah, we're gonna. Without, have yeah, we're actually gonna get emails for the first time, and it's gonna be everybody being like, "You suck," because so many people love that series. Yeah, it's got like quite a few reviews and quite a few good ones i didn't it's, understand any of them but i haven't i haven't heard I, I, maybe i've heard like one or two people say that they weren't a fan of it but like for the most part i've just seen like positive 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 things about it and i just don't agree <laughs> yeah i don't i'm with you okay so my next book is uh lost daughter of a serial killer by C.M. Stunich. Uh, this is an ongoing series. Um, I think, what, book one and two are out? Yeah, book three is the last one. It's been getting pushed back. So if it yeah. ever comes Which, out, like, we're very excited. If ever. Yeah, C.M. Stunich is one of those absolutely love, um, but I will never read an open series again from them just because... It's one of those things where you don't know if a next book is coming out in the first place. And if it is, you don't know when. And I completely understand. I know that they have a lot on their plate. They're not just an author. Every author has a life outside of writing. Her thing, I completely understand. Her thing, though, is that she puts so much on her plate. And she puts all these pre-orders up. And then understandably isn't able to get it all done in time and has to push everything back so then like everybody gets so excited so excited so excited and then she's like constantly 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 pushing back her dates and it gets frustrating as a reader when you're excited to read her work which it's worth the wait 100 percent. cm stunich is an incredible author but like even I picked this one up because I was like, okay, we've already got pre-orders out for it. Like, obviously, this series is going to get finished. And now here we are. 
it's not supposed to, it's it's going to be releasing at least five months after the original pre-order date was not as a reader yeah um so here's the plot now let's get you interested uh right um so the plot to this one is um this young woman was kidnapped as an infant and she lived with uh her kidnapper's parents, so her grandparents, she doesn't know she's kidnapped her whole life. She has no clue she's kidnapped until all of a sudden she sees like a documentary or something like that, or like um like one of those specials that's run where her mother is like doing an interview and is like, oh, like these are the details and this is what she looked like and things like that. And, uh, like, I think it's her friends that are over at the time, or maybe, maybe it's her sister. So, uh, somebody is with her watching this and they're like, um, that sounds like you. And so, uh, then the ball kind of gets rolling and this all happens, uh, before the book actually starts. So by the time you're meeting this character, she's on her way to meet her, a biological mother for the first time. And she's not happy about it because here's the thing. She and the uh, kidnapper, her mom, for all intents and purposes, the person she knows is her mom, her mom is a total flake who left her to be raised by her grandparents, but she loves her grandparents with a passion. She loves her, uh, her friends. She loves her sister. Yeah, so she thinks that um, her kidnapped family is her real family and she has a pretty good life growing up with the exception of her absent quote-unquote mother um so she ends up getting placed back with her biological mother um once her grandparents figure out what's going on and they call the police and she now has this whole ready-made family that she just doesn't fit into so the start of um the series is just her navigating where she fits into this new family and really anything past that point is going to be spoilers but she lives with her mom and her new stepdad and their kids together but she does have a stepbrother that's her age and he um they they don't really get along for the first part of the book and then at the end of the book um you start to find out more about her biological father at the end of the first book which is in the blurb so it's not really a spoiler um obviously the title of the series is lost daughter of a serial killer and uh it's not her mom <laughs> so just in case you were wondering her mother actually uh is I, I feel like this isn't a spoiler her mother is an author who wrote a book um, I think based on her experience with like the, her daughter being kidnapped. Yeah. So her mother essentially, and uh, she also profits, or not sorry, profits, but um, she also like has, she was originally the, uh, the daughter's, the main character's favorite author be- before she knew who she was. Yeah. Um, and she like idolized her. And then uh, you can kind of see, it's just, it's a really rocky road to a relationship because, you know, as she's a teenage girl, she's not thinking past the fact that she's being ripped from everything she knows and put with a bunch of strangers. She went from like lower middle class to all of a sudden she's with these, uh, you know, rich people. She's expected to act a certain way. She's expected to, you know, look a certain way. She's expected to kind of just become this new person, the person she would have been had her mother, you know, had she not been kidnapped she it's it's just it's a struggle um for her to find out where she is and it doesn't make it easier that the stepbrother is a little bit of a bully which um cm stoonich is pretty well known for her bully romances um i think a good portion of her books start out as bully romances my next Uh, one this one is also light too in comparison yeah um okay so my next one is also by cm stoonich and it's also a bully romance so it's havoc incredible incredible series so basically the premise is that there are these five boys and they set up a system 
that if you call Havoc, they will do whatever it is you ask of them, but they name the price. So if you agree to the price, you have to pay up, but they'll do whatever it is that you asked. Um, they kind of create almost like a criminal underground based off of this Havoc system. They were all friends, not really friends, but friendly with Bernie, the female main character, at some point or another growing up since they were little kids. They've gone to school together somebody calls Havoc and asks them to bully Bernie. Not just bully her. I mean, tear down, systematically yeah. tear down this girl's entire life. Yeah, it's it's bad. Like, the bullying is really, really bad from them for her. Um, but Bernie's a tough bitch. Like, she's not just going to lay down and take things. So she comes back stronger and with a motherfucking list okay um <laughs> of all the people that she needs to get back at and um so it's based off of, they're all in poverty uh just trying to do the best that they can in prescott um this is i i think south prescott sorry yeah south like prescott. the tracks sort of thing yeah and i think courtney's next one is is it scarlet force um I, I can do that one. It's kind yeah, of like a it leads Havoc leads into Scarlet Force, which is kind of almost like a prequel type thing. It's in the same world, but Scarlet Force is based um, before yeah. Havoc is. Scarlet Force uh, is, uh, she's a girl like a, a couple, a few years older than them. So she's out of high school when they're in high school, but she's mentioned quite a bit throughout the book. So you can you can jump into Scarlet Force yeah. if you'd like. <laughs> so to I'm just, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna steal that segue right in. So uh yeah, my next one is Scarlet Force by CM Stoonich. Uh so this is more of a racing book than a bullying book. I there's not really any bullying in this one. Um, at least not by the harem. I I mean the female main character is kind of a bully. Not she's not really like a bully. She's a criminal, like for sure. But yeah, uh, she runs like a girl gang. Yeah, so she has her own girl gang. They do um, like drag races. They all have some really nice cars for being like as as destitute as South Prescott is. And I feel like it's it's almost um, I want to say it's almost a little worse than it is by the time uh, Bernie and the Havoc gang are in there. Uh, but they're, they've got some fancy cars. It's great. It's a drag racing book, sort of like an illegal street racing kind of book. Um, and it's reverse harem, obviously. She, Scarlet is, I think, a senior in high school in the first book. And she is I, I the number one like racer on the block. And so what it is is there's racing rules in Prescott. So they usually come, like, the rich kids from the rich side of town will come and, uh, like, you know, basically pay good money, good clothes, like, whatever you can buy in with that's worth, you know, the, the buy-in. They, um, they come basically to get their money took. And, uh, but the, the Prescott rules are, like, A, no snitching, for one, um, be like you can make set rules on your races so one of uh the particular rules and this isn't really a spoiler that uh two of the characters make a rule about touching the female main character and he like one of them is like you can't touch her um without my permission unless like you win and so they do a race and uh just for permission to touch like a girl and it has to be enforced like you can't if you break the rules of the race, like it's some pretty heavy consequences. Yeah, I was just saying they'll be. There's also um, <laughs> secret twins, murder, and so much murder, so much like there more than a you lot think for a high school. Yeah, there's a lot of it's, yeah. Like it's really good. And the characters are cool. It's just yeah. It's a one of them is like it's a, a fixer. Really expensive, yeah, it's a really extensive like world building and heavy plot, and it's definitely worth the read. Um, I think there's two out in that series as well. So 
Yes, and the third one should be out next month. It got pushed back from this month to next month. Of course it did. I'm I'm salty. I'm bitter yeah. about it. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't I know. Well, it was supposed to be March originally, and then it's been pushed back every other month. So hopefully, fingers crossed, it will come out. Because I believe the reason that um, Lost Daughter of a Serial Killer was pushed back was so that this book could come out. Uh, yeah, the second one. The but the second one came out a while ago. Whoa. So I don't know. Yeah. I don't wanna... <laughs> <laughs> okay, what is your next one? <laughs> My... I'm only negative because I love these books. Um, okay, so my next I one know. We love them Featherstone. so much. Yeah, my next one is Featherstone Academy and, and Red um, by Casey Keene. So she's kind of unintentionally, intentionally, unwittingly trained um, her whole life. <laughs> And when she, I think it's when she turns 18, on her 18th birthday, she gets kind of, like, kidnapped and told that she is going to be attending this school where it teaches you how to successfully be a criminal. It teaches yeah, you so it's all by bloodline. It's all set up by bloodline. And the way that it is worked out is that she ends up having three very elite bloodlines um, assigned to her. So she waltzes in, not, she didn't attend high school or anything like that with these kids. She waltzes in at the top of the food chain. Everybody has a fucking issue with it, especially because she had no idea Featherstone even existed before she showed up. And she has three bloodlines, which is unheard of. And so she gets attacked from all sides um, for having three bloodlines and for showing up, at, you know, as head bitch in charge. And um, but thankfully her, thankfully Rafe, who raised her, had the foresight to train her her whole life. Um, didn't tell her what he was training her for, but he did make sure that she wasn't going into this unprepared when it inevitably happened. So um, it's really, really very good. Um, And then after Featherstone ends, it picks up, it's kind of left, not on a cliffhanger, but like a loose uh, like opening for the next series. And so Red is her best friend. And then it goes into... um, her books for with, with her harem and the struggles that they face. I don't I don't want to go into it too much because Red uh, does pick up after Featherstone, and I don't want to unintentionally spoil anything. Um, but it is both of those series are just fantastic. The creativity behind uh, College for Criminals is just I think it's fantastic, and the the character building is really great as well. So and also there's no mail in it. There is. Those are my favorites. We know that. We know this. This isn't news. Yes. (laughs) All right. Let's see. My next one is going to be the Sound of Us series by C.R. Jane. So this is a rock star reverse harem. And so the plot goes that the female main character, uh, she, I think she like moves. So she's like a super low income. And um, I want to say it's like her parents or maybe it's just her mom. They move into this new place and uh, she ends up going to high school there and immediately catches the attention of three boys. And they are, uh, they're like, they're the the idols of the school. Like they're the hottest guys. They're in it. They're aspiring rock stars. They have a band they're going places you know and they immediately it's like insta you know insta attraction insta falling in love so they uh they kind of like welcome her and take her under their wing they protect her from like the outside bullies and stuff like that and uh then um i think she's younger than them or like in the same grade maybe but younger so they turn eight or they you know turn 18 or 18 and they get a contract 
I think it's, I think it's before school is over. And so they're like, okay, well, Oh, you know what? I think she's a year younger than them. So they leave and they're like, as soon as like you're graduated, like it's only a few more months. As soon as you're graduated, like you're going to come fly down. Like we already have your ticket. They end up going and signing a contract and becoming the rock stars that they were meant to be. Right. And so she's supposed to go there. However, the second that they leave, it is, it comes from all sides for her. It comes from, you know, like the bullies at school, the home, you know, trauma is coming in. It's coming from all sides. And she was like, I don't deserve this. Like they're better off without me. She hears about the things that are going on, you know, on tour and she, uh, her low self-esteem kicks in. And um, so she ends up ghosting them. She never gets on the plane. I think she like blocks their numbers, stuff like that. So that was kind of like the, uh, the first part of it. And this is one of those uh, past to present books. So it goes yeah. back and forth. Fast forward a few years. I want to say she's like early to mid-20s now. And she is married. She is married to a very abusive, awful man. Um, However, he is a very abusive, awful man who is rich. And I want to say he's like a prominent figure in society. Like uh, I, I believe so, yeah. High, a good career, things like that. Like, yeah, his family like goes to the country club. Um, and she's having to kick on makeup to hide bruises kind of thing. And the family also condones this violence. They're like, well, maybe if you were just a better person, like he wouldn't hit you so many times, which people suck. I hate people. Uh, so fictional ones. Fuck them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She, she's kind of kept up on the boys' career throughout this. She realizes that they are coming into town. She wins tickets. She calls in and she wins tickets, I think, on a radio station. And she's like, I'm going to just for one night, I just want to see them from afar. Like her husband is like going out of town for business, quotation, quotation, which we all know what that means. Uh, So she gets like, she gets her like old self put together just a little bit. And she goes to this concert and she runs into one of them. And then she runs into the other two. And um, so I think two of them are happy to see her. uh, Shocked, obviously, but happy. And one of them absolutely just hates her guts on sight. He's pissed. He's like, you know, no, screw you. You left. You abandoned us. Like, you ghosted us. Uh, I think think he has, like, I want to say one of them has a major um, vice without spoiling Mm -hmm. too much about a major addiction. And um, so anyway, her husband finds out. Uh, So she goes to this concert. She ends up leaving once again. She was like, I'm married. You know, I can't. Whatever. Uh, She goes back home. I feel like this isn't a spoiler because it's so early on in the story that it's like. I agree. You don't understand how she gets there if you don't understand this part. So it's not really a spoiler, but I guess it is kind of a plot point. She goes home. Her husband knows. He was like, you were acting weird. Um, so, like, I, I wanted to, like, know where you were. He finds out that she had gone. He knows, of course, about the past with the boys. So he, like, whew, he beats her darn near, like, to he beats her to pieces. And uh, she ends up somehow in touch with these guys. I can't exactly remember how, but she ends up in touch with them after this happens. And they're like, oh my God. Like, so they take her on tour and um, it starts this big drama because this guy is very big. Like she's tried to leave before and he's had police on his side. So she flees with this band and all of a sudden it's like, oh, well he's kidnapping. And now the husband is stalking her and she's just trying to get a divorce and she's falling in love with these guys again. It ends happening. All right. So that's about all we have time for today um we do have more books that we want to talk about as far as uh reverse harem contemporary goes so we can do a part two at a later date um we have uh the next episode is going to be another bi-weekly review and then we will have a reverse harem like paranormal slash fantasy episode um and then we were talking about going into um, more specific tropes after that, but we can um, definitely do a part two. I'm sure we'll run out of time on the reverse harem 
paranormal as well. So yeah, we can definitely discuss that, see where we're at when that time comes, but that's still a few weeks out. So yeah, but thank you for joining us and thank you for listening. And we will be uploading on Mondays. Um, like I've said in previous episodes, it definitely uploads on rss.com on Mondays. Um, but some of the other streaming services, I believe, upload a little bit later. So if you want it on Mondays, um, you can definitely find that at rss.com. <laughs> yeah, so thank you. Come see us next week for our bi-weekly book review. And then, of course, we will be back with Reverse Harem Paranormal or Supernatural Edition, and then we'll probably have to do part twos for both of these Reverse Harem episodes. We um, we have a lot more experience with this than with a lot of other shows. This is kind of like uh, where we really bonded as far as like readers together went. So yeah, we're, yeah. we're RH fans for sure. <laughs> oh, definitely. And I mean... So um, our email will be in the bio as well as the authors that we talked about today. Thank you so much for listening. If you like us, give us a review or a rating and, you know, tell your friends. We talk about smut. Uh, this one was a little, uh, you know, I feel like it had good spice. We didn't go in depth on the spice. That's once again, we need a spoiler episode so we can really go in depth on our yeah. spiky books. But RH, it, it, the good thing about this type of romance is that you're almost guaranteed to have good spice because you have multiple lovers, but also um, there's such an opportunity for a really great plot as well. So if you haven't ever read a reverse harem and you're not sure if you would like it, just try it, honestly. Like, if you don't like it, no harm, no foul. There are people that don't like it, but most people that try it end up loving it. So... If you don't mind multiple dicks, um, definitely give it a try. Which, like, that's – I don't understand why you would mind that. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) The more the the merrier. So, yeah, we we ran out of time, but we did want to talk about some more. So that will come at a later date. But thank you so much for listening, and we will see you next week. Thanks, guys. Bye.